Good evening, good evening, and welcome to episode 112. Yes, that's right. Episode 112 of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. I'm going to fly solo for a few minutes, but I'm, I'm going to do two of these, two episodes of FTS this evening. The first one, colleague Willie Gibson will join me momentarily, wrapping up Browns coverage. I think the Browns beat the Niners today. Ending the Niners, the 49ers uh, win streak or something like that. He'll discuss that. We'll talk some college football as well. So be back. He'll join me in about 10 minutes. And then in about two and a half hours, I have another edition of Folks Talking Sports with uh, colleague Kenitra Pulliams. KP and I will discuss the upcoming Big 12 basketball tip-off taking place this week, Tuesday and Wednesday. So, yep, I'm going to pull double duty, but enjoy this mellow vibe and be back in 20 seconds. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 112 of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. Miss Wanda, thank you very much for chiming in. I'm not expecting many people to watch live the 8.30 special edition show this evening, especially if you are an Astros fan or, heaven forbid, a Rangers fan. Why? Whatever. Sorry about that. No, I'm not. It's my show. It's my channel. Hey. I don't like anything Dallas. Nothing Dallas. Dallas area. Nothing. Miss Wanda, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Are you wearing your Astros gear decked out with your jerseys, cap, what what have you? Make a prediction on that. Astros and how many in this best of seven series in the American League Championship Series? I thought it'd be a sweep. Four, five, six, or seven Astros win, advance to the World Series. I'm not a baseball fan. Haven't been since I was 10, okay? When I dozed off at a baseball game. <laughs> when I was 10, that was if me right there. But it doesn't mean I don't know the game, don't know the sport. I do know that the Astros have reached the ALCS or the Championship Series seven straight seasons, and that bothers some folks. It perturbs some folks. I'm here for that. I like getting under people's skin. I like when teams rub folks the wrong way, teams' success rubs people the wrong way. I like that. It's part of the reason why I was a Bad Boys fan, because it pissed folks off seeing Detroit win championships and how they did it. I like that. I like when you're not happy. Yep, call it petty sometimes, but hey, I got to be me, you got to be you. You do you, I'll do me. Miss One, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Thursday's shocker. The shocker, the shocking come from behind, come come from ahead, come from behind, win by the Houston Cougars football team, 41-39 on a 49-yard, 49-50-yard, 49-yard touchdown pass from Donovan Smith to Stephon Johnson, deflection. Stephon caught it in the end zone, shocked the Mountaineers faithful who were there who were on the message boards. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you lost this game. Neil Brown lost to Dana Hogerson. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
we got the wrong head coach. Oh my gosh. Oh no, no. Y'all can have Dana back if you want him. <laughs> Not too many Cougar fans would miss Dana if if y'all came in and took him away like Calgon. Take him away. That's just me. Miss Wanda, how do you feel about it? Are you still rejoicing in the come from behind victory by the football team to pick up their first Big 12 football victory? Joining soccer and volleyball, picking up their first Big 12 wins. And ironically, all of those were over West Virginia. Go figure that. But we're going to talk some college football nationally when Willie Gibson joins. Talk about his Ohio State Buckeyes. We've got to talk about Colorado losing at home to Stanford. I believe they lost a 29-zip lead at halftime and lost. So has the bloom and the shine fallen off Coach Prime, that rose that is Coach Prime, the flash in the pan, the celebrity, all the glitter. All that glitter is not necessarily gold. Gian Cardenas, how are you? I'm going to say howdy back to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Got to toss in some rocket stuff. I hope you had a chance to see the clips that I posted in everybody. Well, I was going to ask about that, but yeah, got to bring it up. Soccer lost to Texas 6-1. Thank you for the update, though. Appreciate that. But if you haven't had a chance to see the clips from today's Rockets practice, one video of coach, head coach Ime Udoka, and the other one of Alprin Alpi Shingun. Yes, they are in different format. They are in the Instagram TikTok format, but they're on the Houston Round Bar Review channel. Different format. Different way, way to reach the audience. Yeah, I know they lost. Volleyball lost to Texas. Yeah, I know. You bring me down, man. You bring me down here. This is being upbeat. Upbeat. We can talk some. Talk some. Well, it's going to be a sign. Come on. Cardenas, <laughs> you know. Do you believe the football team beat the Longhorns this coming Saturday on October 21st? Do you? Do you really? Straight up, do you believe that the Cougars will make it two wins in a row and shock everybody? Everybody except Andy Yanez? who still guarantees that the football team will defeat the Longhorns this Saturday, October 21st, 3 p.m. kickoff inside T-D-E-C-U Stadium. Do you believe him like that? Because I sure don't. I think the spread is now 22. See, that's what I want. That's an honest assessment. Just make it competitive. Look competitive. Look like they're competing, like they're trying. Look like Dana Hogerson is, is being aggressive from the opening kick and not making excuses. Well, we don't have the talent with the Longhorns. And why bother going into my bag of tricks because you're going to lose anyway kind of stuff. Come on, man. You can pay well, very well to compete with the best in the Big 12 this season. Not a bridge year this season. See what you can do. Leave this team and be competitive. This Saturday against the Longhorns, October 21st. Game is going to be on Fox, I believe. But the game is sold out. I wonder how many people will be wearing Cougar Red and how many, how many people will be wearing that nasty burnt orange, or as I call it sometimes, that puke orange color. Will it be 50-50? Will it be 40-60 with the 40% Cougar Red? Will it be 60-40 Cougar Red? What say you? 
who are chiming in, watching on YouTube and Facebook, watching this edition of Folks Talking Sports. What what do you predict? Give me predictions. Give me predictions on the outcome. Give me predictions on the crowd. The colors in the crowd. The percentage of colors in the crowd. What color will dominate the crowd? Will it be cougar red or that burnt orange? Something about that. You, I mean, the color is called burnt orange. What's wrong with folks? A burnt color? Long ones always got to be different. It's always different. And, and in case you're wondering, why are you talking about Chris? Chris, Chris, why are you hitting on the Longhorns? What are you doing that? My parents went to Texas. Okay. So my best friend went to Texas. Doesn't mean I got to like them, though. <laughs> okay. And I don't. I respect them, but I can't stand them. Most of them. Most of them are arrogant and think their stuff don't stink. Think the sun the sun doesn't shine till they wake up. All that kind of stuff. Pick a cliche. All that. But make a prediction. Who's gonna win Saturday? Longhorns, Cougars, Andy Yanez, teacher, Andy Yanez. He has not changed. He did kind of waver. He kind of waffled, but he has not changed. He's sticking with it. He's sticking with his guarantee. Guarantee that the football team, the Houston Cougars football team led by one Dana Holgerson will defeat the Texas Longhorns this Saturday, October 21st. And yes, it's not just simply the fact that Andy is picking the Cougs to win. He's guaranteeing. Guaranteed! Yes, and he said that this whole year. He said that way back months ago, and he's sticking with it. On Thursday's postgame show, Less Rage Cougs Edition, he said he guarantees the Cougs will beat the Longhorns this Saturday. I think he's lost his mind. I think the Longhorns are going to steamroll the Cougs. But what say you? Chiming in, watching on Facebook and on YouTube at the Houston Round Bar View channel, and also on the Houston, excuse me, the Folks Talking Sports. YouTube channel. It's brand new. Launching that slowly, but eventually, hopefully, when the sponsorships come in, start rolling in, we'll have the Folks Talking Sports, a dedicated channel for Folks Talking Sports as we continue to grow and keep hitting that rock. But it, that's in due time. Probably, who knows how long that'll take, but that's a goal, hope, dream to have the Folks Talking Sports YouTube channel take off like the Houston Round Ball Review. YouTube channel has taken off. But yes, <clears throat> please, please, please go take a look and listen to Al P. Alfred Shingoon talking English. No translator. OG is not helping Al P this year yet. So Al P is answering questions in English. He's talking back to the reporters, media in English. If he has an issue with Understanding a question, he says so, and he said so this afternoon to my man Jackson Gatlin, a Cougar alum. And what Jackson said, and Al P is like, This is great, y'all gotta see it, y'all have to see it. And Jackson was not embarrassed. I asked him if it was okay, I posted it and completely he said, Yeah, go ahead because I'm going to as well. You got to see Al P and his response to Jackson's question, <laughs> it's hilarious. Bring it in. None other looking mighty sharp. Looks like a minister. Or I don't want to joke. Maybe he is come came from a funeral. I don't know. 
But brother Willie Gibson. What's going down? What's going down? How are you, sir? I'm tired, brother, but all is well. All you is made, well. You made that drive? Yes, sir. Yes. Who was quarterback for the Browns today? P.J. Walker. So is there a controversy now, sir? A QB controversy? No. I, no? I, it's funny you said that because I had someone else ask me, um, is P.J. Walker the future? I'm like, no, no, it's no controversy. No. So how did it happen? How did the Browns defeat the 49ers? The number one ranked defense, the gym sports defense is what did it. Um, okay. I saw a stat actually on my way here. But for five games, the Browns defense has allowed 1,002 yards, which is the least amount of yards allowed by the NFL defense in the last 50 years. That's 200, 200 yards a game, Will. 200 yards a game. That's, yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. So the defense, defense grinded it out. I mean, they, I mean, what, San Francisco was 5 0, averaging 34, 36 points a game and uh, scored 17 against that defense. Actually, if you really want to look at it, scored 10 because the, the last touchdown they scored was a eight yard drive, it was an interception that the defender ran back to the eight yard line so and actually that at that point that was the first time they had been inside the 10 all game wow so what was what was the reaction post game well, well let me ask you first yeah were you surprised um yes i'm gonna be honest yes 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 um I mean, we talked pre-game and i said it, i said it'll be quick because i thought yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Just being honest. Um, I, I, yeah, I was shocked because, um, I mean, P.J. Walker just got to Cleveland five weeks ago. He was in Chicago up until final cutdown day. And he, um, Kevin Rogers, who's on uh, Kevin Stefanski's staff, and, and, and you know this, uh, Chris, it's a relationship. Oh, sure. Everything mm -hmm. is sports is relationship. Kevin mm -hmm. Rogers was part of the Temple staff that recruited P.J. Walker to Temple. Okay. And so now he's in Cleveland. So when P.J. Walker became available, Kevin Rogers talked to uh, Andrew Berry, Kevin Stefanski, and uh, basically stomped on the table to make sure P.J. Walker was in Cleveland. So he just got to Cleveland five weeks ago. So that's why he didn't play two weeks ago um, against Baltimore when Deshaun didn't play the first game. Mm -hmm. They they went with the rookie uh, DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson because PJ hadn't been in the system long enough. They weren't comfortable putting him on the field without full knowledge of the system. Sure. So I mean, he he went out there today and and he played well. He one mistake. He he threw a pass late in the game. He probably he, he admitted post game he made a mistake. Should not have thrown it. Almost was picked off in the end zone when they were driving for the game winning field goal. But outside of that. He played a great game. Good, good. Well, good for him. It's it's a surprising win. You admitted it. I'm sure yeah. some Browns fans admitted it as well. Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, San Francisco. They started the week. I believe they were a four point favorite, and as time went on, and it became official that uh, Deshaun wasn't playing. I believe kickoff. They were a nine and a half point favorite. Wow! On good the road. Good. The betters were wrong too. So it yeah. happens sometimes. Yeah. And speaking of, I'm going to tie it all together. 
The betters were also wrong about West Virginia on Thursday, Brother Gibson, mm. because they were three-point road favorite over the Houston Cougars. And if I were a gambling man, which I'm not anymore, <clears throat> I would have I'd put money on West Virginia. Did you? Oh, you would I have? Would, I would. I would have. No way in the world oh. I'd have thought this was going to happen. The Cougs found a way to win. Yep. Donovan Smith complete, completed his last 16 passes. Ooh. He was right. perfect in the second half with his passes, including the game winner. 49 yarder. What's your definition of a Hail Mary? Is it a rainbow pass or is it just a long pass? Um, I'll combine the two. A long pass that ends up in the end zone. Okay, because that's that's what how Houston won. It wasn't really a rainbow pass, mm -hmm. but hey, deflected, you know, uh, Tom Jackson and knock it and, down. Knock it down. Knock it down. They didn't do that. Yep. And Stephon Johnson ended up with it, catch and got it in the end zone. And and Houston won 49, 41, 39. Shocked Miss Wanda Polk. Shocked a lot of Cougar people as well. Shocked Dana Hogerson because minutes prior, Houston was ahead. 35-32. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. West Virginia, fourth and 10. Well, fourth and 10 at the 50-yard yeah. line. Yeah. Complete a pass at the 27. And receiver runs it in the rest of the way. Oh. <laughs> Fourth and ten. Wow. On yes, on fourth and ten, and the cameras pan to Hogerson, and he, he kind of took off his headset, and the look on his face was like, "You have got to be kidding me! How are we gonna <laughs> we're gonna lose like this? Are you serious?" Yeah. But his players, his offense, the same young man who weeks prior, in a loss to Rice, said. They did not have the will to win. Mm -hmm. Came through and got the dub. Hey, the Mountaineers were called for a excessive celebration penalty on the touchdown. So the 15-yard assessment oh. they kicked off kicked off at the 20. That oh. made a big difference. So Houston basically got the ball at midfield, basically. Got around their own 40, 45. Sure. One completion out of bounds, got to the 50, 49, and then set up their play. But you had 15 more yards of that. Right. It would have been much more difficult. Yeah. But, hey, things happen. But West Virginia also does what I don't like defense is doing. When you know the only option is for the team to throw it deep, throw it into the end zone. Don't send three people. Don't mm -hmm. give the quarterback a chance to scramble around. Mm -hmm. Go get that man. What's he going to yeah. do? <laughs> if you blitz him, you got to throw it short. Then your guys got to tackle. Well, if y'all can't tackle, right. then you don't deserve one anyway. Right. <laughs> you know? But don't yeah. give him a chance to run around, heave it down the field to the end zone. Well, that's what happens. I mean, no, it doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. But if you give them a chance to do it, it can happen. Rather, yeah. if you send pressure, and they got to him a few times, if you send pressure, then he's not going to reach the end zone. Then you're setting up laterals and all kinds of other stuff to try to get down the field. What's it called, Will? Matriculate the ball down the field yes, to get to the end zone. Hmm. Brother Gibson, how did the Ohio State Buckeyes do? Ohio State won 41-7 uh, Saturday against Purdue. They won the third leg of the Indiana State Championship. They, they, they previously beat Indiana. 
and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And now they beat Purdue. So now they have uh, one more game instead of Indiana, potentially. December 3rd. December 2nd. December 2nd, yes. Yeah. Yes, December 2nd. Yeah, the Big Ten championship game. I mean, the same day the Cougs will be playing in the Big 12 championship game, right? Sure. Right, Tony M., right, Miss Wanda? December 2nd, the Cougs will be playing in the Big 12 championship game of football. I know Tony would be just roll. He, he's probably dying, just dying in this chair right now. Like, come on, Chris. There's no way in the world that's going to – and I agree. I'm being, is it, isn't it uh, – what is it, uh, Longhorn Week? It is Longhorn Week, Yes. Okay. That's why I'll be the only one in Kansas City at Big 12 basketball tip-off because everybody else will be here. All the colleagues will be covering Dana Speaks tomorrow for his weekly press conference. I won't be there. Got stuff to take care of before I head to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So I'll be watching it on ESPN+. Plus. But it is long home week, and that is the rationale that the TV people, the Newspaper folks have cited to not send folks to Kansas City for Big 12 basketball, even though it is the first and only time that the Cougars will be the first year in the Big 12. But hey, Astros Rangers starting in a few minutes. So it's game one of the ALCS. Game two is Monday. And they're off Tuesday, so they could go to Media could go if they wanted to, but they're not going to. Right. Game three is Wednesday. Then game three, four, and five are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, hey, I'm going to enjoy it. I mentioned it to you. I'm going to say it publicly now mm-hmm. for Tony, Wanda, John Cardenas, and others watching on Facebook, and you too. Commissioner, Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark is not going to speak on both days of the basketball tip-off. It's mm-hmm. women on Tuesday, men on Wednesday. Brother Gibson. Yeah. If I would have told you, if I hadn't told you, if I had not have told you, mm-hmm. two days, basketball, media days, mm-hmm. and the commissioner is only going to talk on one day, mm-hmm. which would you have picked if I, if you didn't already know? Truthfully, um, I, I would have said Tuesday, and because I, I thought about it after we spoke, after we text, and I said, okay. you know, that's yeah. I mean, he starts at the beginning, one and done. Uh, this is the beginning. I, I I make my statements, and we we move on. See, your logic makes sense. I think Miss Wanda's kind of surprised, <laughs> but yes, Commissioner Yormark will talk to the media Tuesday. Women's hoops on Tuesday, not on Wednesday, men's hoops. But your logic makes sense. First day, talk to who's there. It It's also a chance to give more attention to women's basketball. Yeah. Men's basketball is doing fine nationally. Right. In terms of the best, it's either Big 12 or Big East, then Big, then Big 10. You know, you can, depending on what part of the country you're in, you get an argument on what's the best conference in men's hoops. Big 12 women's hoops is not as good as it used to be since Kim Mokey left Baylor and went to LSU. Haven't really been the same since. Yeah. Longhorns with Coach Schaefer, they were picked to win this year, but will 
the Longhorns, this is their last year in the Big 12 for men's hoops. So there's going to be a void on women's side in the Big 12. And you know who's going to fill that void? <laughs> Coach? Coach you? Uh, no. No. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. It's there for him to do it. But I think it's going to be Arizona, yeah. Colorado, Utah, when they come join the league next year. That's right, Coach Barnes. That's right. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And I've known Coach Adia Barnes. Ooh. Let's see. The comments have been around long. She played for the comments for like a year, a season or two. And that's when I met her. So I've known her that long. And I felt, I don't know, proud. Uh, last season, Arizona played Baylor. It was, it was like a double hitter in Dallas. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. And after the game, post game, she remembered me. She, <laughs> I was like, oh, so see, I'm on my job, Miss Wanda. Folks still remember me. It's, it's good to, to be remembered, Will. For the right reasons, oh. it's good to be oh. here. So, yeah, yeah, without question. I got a question for you, Brother Gibson. Please. James Harden, did you see James Harden's comments? One of them, anyway, last few days? Something about, it's like a marriage, something. And he wanted to he, yeah, he wanted to retire a sixer. But the marriage, it, you know, come on, James. I mean, really? Tony, come on, Tony. What what when you read that heard that you know what what, what did you think? <laughs> Come on. I thought back to I think it was KG on his podcast when he said, well, you, you know, the league doesn't need him. Yes. So all of this, all of this stuff that he's doing and you know, bloviating and um this and um that and this one and that one, and it should have been D and okay. Okay, you have one year left in your deal. And for you to say, I only want to go to the Clippers. See, it's always funny to me. When I hear things like that, um, I have to come up with a new team. Because I used to say, I would trade them to Milwaukee. Well, you can't do that anymore. You can do it now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee or Memphis. See, but yeah. uh, you can't do that now. So, I, uh, you know, who do I, I got to find a new team to. to, to trade them to the Wizards. Right. The Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I would trade them somewhere the most undesirable place because I do not have to trade. And that's what I don't understand. This whole, I'm going to do right by the player. I'm going to send him where he wants to go. No, I work for the organization. I'm going to make the best deal for the organization. Yes. Yeah. And oh, by the way, if that happens to get the player to where he wants to go, fine. Yeah. But all this placating and I don't want to be here, but I want you to send me where I want to go. It's hustling backwards to me. And then ownership doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> For pennies on the dollar. Like, what are you right. doing? Yeah. I want to take a moment to acknowledge Gus for a few comments. Appreciate you. He loves watching this channel. Yeah. More coverage of local sports than all AM stations combined. <laughs> Go Cougs. Well, Gus, thank you for that for sure. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I'll, I stopped listening to AM stations a long time ago. <laughs> so yeah. could have been right after they, they all shunned me and stopped giving me time on the stations. But who go, go? I go. You know, go figure. Um, the Same Texans deal. should be four and two. They won today. Ad Moore had his Ad Max Corner show at five o'clock this evening with a wrap up of, of their win over the Saints, twenty thirteen. 
I don't know about this one though. Coog should be four and two. As long as Dana's in charge, I just don't have much hope for him. Um, man, I'm you know, look at his next. Oh, okay, but this one right here. This one, that one, that one. Dana will correct the ship and hopefully pull some tricks out of his bag. I hope he pulls some tr tricks out of his bag. I do that. I hope he's aggressive, mm -hmm. leaves no stone unturned this Saturday. But I, I, hey. I have zero faith in Dana as a head coach. Gus, you have faith in him. That's fine. I respect you on that. We can agree to disagree. And that's all part of the fun of this show. That's part of it. I, I, but this one right here, the next statement. Cougars should not sell their season tickets for profit and sell them to UT fans. It's America, man. It's capitalism at its best. You know, yeah, you know. I, I can't I can't get in that man's pocket. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, heck, Thursday's game. Tickets went for as low as two dollars. Oh, what was the crowd? What was the announced crowd? The announced crowd. It's a yeah. great question, Will. The yeah. announced crowd was thirty-one thousand. Uh, it's about what thirteen? Yeah, that. thirteen to fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no nowhere near thirty-one thousand. Right. Nowhere. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> no. You, you said it's, you said it's, it's Longhorn Week. There's Penn State Week here, so it's it's gonna be interesting this week. Everybody's in the building this week. Yeah. Well, everybody will be in the building media-wise this Saturday. Yeah. And let me say this. As a UH graduate and a Houstonian, Thursday kickoffs, especially at 6 p.m., we already knew that we did not expect a big crowd mm -hmm. at the game on Thursday. So you weren't surprised. Then combine that with who they were playing, West Virginia, so not a Texas team. Mm -hmm. And combine that with the lack of hope fans have in Dana, especially at that point in time, mm -hmm. you get what you get. Yeah. Now they came back and won to their credit. Salute to the players for getting for getting it done. Salute to the offense. Mm -hmm. Because the defense, fourth and ten at the fifty, give up a touchdown. And you were right, you were that close to losing the game. Mr. Gibson, mm -hmm. I don't know if I asked I mentioned this to you. Mm. If I didn't, my, my apologies. But here, yeah. that's why we have this show. Mm. During the broadcast, and I want to say it was in the fourth quarter, maybe late third quarter, but during mm. the broadcast, Spencer Tillman said that he's heard that Dana needed to win that game to save his job. Mm. He said it during the broadcast. I texted Andy. I said, did you hear what Spencer just said? <laughs> you know? And he's like, yeah, I heard it. I was shocked because you know where I'm going with it because Dana and Tillman are, are tight. I just don't see Tillman pulling the trigger on his, on his man. Honestly, period. But truthfully, you know, specifically during the season. And Spencer, he's got connections. I mean, he, he's called, he, he's in media, football connections, all, all of that. So he heard it from someone mm -hmm. who we trust enough to say that on the air mm -hmm. that Dana needed to have that win to save his job. Mm -hmm. So when the, the camera, when the Mountaineers scored that miracle touchdown in the final second and the camera, Pan over to Dana. 
one thought was, wow, are you serious? But another one was, I'm going to lose my job over this, man. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. But then his team came back and saved him. Saved his job. Yeah. I, I, well, first, I'll come back to that comment, John. I'll come back to the comment. But what is your reaction to that, what I just said about what Tillman Spencer said? I guess I would ask to your to what you just said earlier about during the season, would they have done that during the season? Or is he saying it would have been like back of fine, like you lost to West Virginia and I told you and rice. You, <laughs> and rice. And, or is that just okay, no matter what he does? I don't know, because all right, so what they're what three and three now? Yes. Yeah, so let's, let's say they go on a – I can't believe I'm about to say this. They go on a six-game, seven-game winning streak to finish nine and three. Okay. If 84 gets you fired. But um, I digress. You, used to, yeah. Used uh, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, nine and three gets you fired at Ohio State, for real, for real. As, and, uh, and, and I understand that, yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's happened. The coach went nine and three for like six years straight and didn't get to seven. Well, but, well, you, you've already said that if they lose to the team of North this year, yeah, you know, yeah. that'd be three years in a row, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. That man's 51 and six. And they are on his neck. But I digress. <laughs> um, um, yeah. They would have had to done it. They would have had to do it after that loss, if he lost that game, because yeah, hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, he does want a seven game win streak, finish nine and three, can't fire him then. But yeah, I mean, three and three, possibly. Well, three he, I mean, he, he could because it's his money, but he, you know, well, it, yeah, he could, you know, um, it'd be surprising. Yeah, no, I'm looking at Gus's next statement. His last comment. Oh. oh, yeah. I'll get to that, too. I, I know. We talked about that. We're going to wrap that up. That's how we're going to end the show with, with Jimbo's yeah. money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I believe he heard it without question. I, I don't think, you know, Spencer Tillman is uh, the type of guy to go rogue and to go haphazardly and not, you know, make statements unless, like you said, he heard it from someone that he truly trusts and he was given the green light to go with it. Yeah. So somebody said it. Somebody feels that way. And from all indications and from what I know from our conversations, there's only one, for lack of a better term, straw that stirs the drink there in Houston. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Now, back to the, the comment, <clears throat> Tillman is also a businessman. And that's what gives me hope that Tillman sees and heard all last week and read everything two dollar tickets will the tickets were available for two dollars that's why fans had zero half well hope for this man to turn the program around after saturday saturday's game against the longhorns is a sellout <clears throat> on the road k-state it's probably going to be a loss okay right. Baylor's struggling too. That's the game in Waco after that. It's funny you talked about a winning streak because, oh, D Skill says the tickets got as low as $1 <laughs> for third for the game against West Virginia. That's, that's money. That's business. Wow. 
What's the what? what's the face value? I'm just curious. So dial it. But what what is? Will that was in the lower bowl? <laughs> yeah, it was like the upper deck. <laughs> oh wow! 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 Yes! Wow! And I well, we talked about what this game up here is going for yeah. up top. Up so, top. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But wow. after K State. Yep. At Baylor. Baylor struggling. Yep. Dave Aranda, his his seat is very warm. <laughs> very warm. Yeah. Homecoming is against Cincinnati. Oh. Cincinnati struggling in their first year in the Big 12. So they could they could win that one. It yeah. wouldn't be a you know a earth-shattering victory, but right. they could win that one. Okay. Then right. senior days against Oklahoma State. Oh, who did that? Yeah, that's, that's kind of surprising. Senior day against Oklahoma State. Yeah. That's a uh, mm, wow. That but then their last game is at UCF, who is also struggling in their first year in the Big 12. That should have been uh, at okay. Why is not Cincinnati a senior day? It's, it should have flipped it. Well, I mean, you had homecoming. You don't want Oklahoma State for homecoming. Oh, and then I guess. You know, so yeah, I guess. Yeah. But out of those after K State. Okay, so we assume Longhorns is going to be a butt whooping. Okay. At K State, probably a loss as well. That's okay, so three and five. Here we go, Will. Three and five. That's eight games. Got four to go. At Baylor. Let's give it to them. Four and five. Cincinnati, home for Cincinnati. Five and five, back to 500. Oklahoma State, home. Five and six. And then last but not least, on the road at UCF. Six and six, you're bowl eligible. Tony M. So that's, so that's three That's three years you can win a bowl game. Wow. Yeah. Tony M. That's six wins, Tony. D-Skills, that's six wins. Chris Pesman has said, did say, that a successful first year in his mind would be being bowl eligible. That's six wins. Will just said the Cougs will finish this season, predicted it six and six. So so there it is. Tony oh, M. Deep skills. There it is. There it is, man. My bad. That's what Thursday's win over West Virginia really could lead to. Because if they had lost Thursday, they'd be two and four. They're not going to win for the last six games. But they beat West Virginia. <laughs> so all I got to do is win three of the last six. And they got some teams that they are on the same playing field, if maybe not playing a little bit better. The Cougs have confidence, unlike UCF and Cincinnati for sure. And Baylor, <laughs> Baylor's like, ooh, I don't know what we're doing either here. <laughs> so who knows? Okay, let's, let's say they lose to Baylor and finish five and seven. Then what? But then you're getting into what I, I heard in July at Big 12 Football Media Day. Mm-hmm. Two folks told me if he goes five and seven, he's fired. <laughs> Bobby Roy, thank you for chiming in. Appreciate it. Tony, <laughs> Tony walking back and forth, but six wins. He's praying. He's praying. All those praying emojis for him to not <laughs> get six wins. Right. Right, right. <laughs> but yes, oh, yeah. huh. five and seven in July 
Two different people said to me, if Dana goes five and seven, <laughs> he'll, he'll be fired. He's He's <laughs> <laughs> so Gus and Bobby Roy, y'all can see what side of the fence Tony Emmett is on. Right? <laughs> if there's any wow. <laughs> All right. All right. In these final moments, because I want to get y'all out of here. The time it is, bro. Okay. All oh, right. yeah. But I want to end so folks can get ready to watch the Astros yeah. in game one against the Rangers. But Gus asked a question. I, I forgot to put it up, make a slide out of, out of it. So I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Let me see. All right. Is this Jimbo's last year? I mean, Gus is right, I think. Yeah. So I put it up yesterday. I put it on um, on threads and Instagram and I and, and on X too as well. <laughs> put the graphic up. Seventy. It's all guaranteed. <laughs> it's all of his money. Bless his agent. Man, I need his agent. My goodness. Crazy. Jimbo is probably done. Yesterday's loss probably did it. I texted an Aggie, and she was. <laughs> she was not. She was upset, but she's like, yeah, it's time for him to go. <laughs> I mean, she she wasn't hurt. She wasn't sad in this. Yeah, it's not my money. <laughs> so, but $77 million is owed to Jimbo after this season. Last season, it was $86 million. <laughs> yep. So, it goes down $9 million basically for the next few seasons. 77 million for a buyout. I need all mine. That's what he said. I need all mine. So again, salute to his agent. And then remember the initial contract was 75 million. Yep. They bumped it up to 95 million <laughs> and made it all guaranteed. All of it. All guaranteed. Man. And none of us, none of us, me, Will. These skills, Gus, Bobby Roy, Miss Wanda, Tony M, none of us would if we were Jimbo shoes. Oh no, that's too much money. No. Oh no, yeah, I don't want that. That's are y'all serious about that? Oh, really? Not gonna do oh no, I, I can't take all that. No. I'd have been like, all of us would be like, hurry up, let's get to the sign. Where do I sign? Where's the docusign? <laughs> would I would I click yes? <laughs> you know, man. But oh boy, boy, salute. Salute to him. Let's see these kills take another shot, man. As Pez the AD it ain't him too. Oh wow. That's so <laughs> man. Wow. Man. And Tony, I, I I know where you're going, Tony. You want the Cougs to win. But I guess watching UH basketball success kind of makes you want to see a change of culture and success of football too now. Maybe the next culture bring in a winning culture. I don't know. Oops, did I say that? That's what's going to. That's what's going to take. That I mean, that is what it's going to have to take. But again, it is. Will you said it? We said it. I've said it. Eight and four gets you fired. Yeah. Used to. Six and six. That's mediocre. Will. Six and six. Yep. You bring the man back after he goes six and six. Oh, I'm just spitballing. Can I say something? Yes. I just thought of this. So six is six to get you bowl eligible, but it's not guaranteed that you go to a bowl. True. Need some help. What True. if I say 
I see a scenario <laughs> where a five and seven Colorado goes to a bowl, but a six and six Houston doesn't. Well, that would happen. Oh, it would happen. I it know. Happen. Yes. I know. Yes. I know. So then what? He so said, it doesn't. Well, see, Chris he said bowl said, eligible. Yeah, that's what Chris Pesman said. That's what he said. Yeah. He said that. He said bowl eligible. So he he could use that as well. I did say that they were bowl eligible. They won six games. I didn't say he had to go to a bowl. Wow. <laughs> I said bowl eligible. Wow. And that would make it even worse for the fan base. You bringing back a man who didn't even go to a bowl game, mm. who you know we don't like, who you know we're not buying tickets, and you're going to bring him back anyway? See, John, that, there, we go, there we go with the with the business. There we go. Mm -hmm. Business decision. You can't bring him back. See, mm. Gus asked a question. Pesmo probably these skills. What, what say you about this one, Tony? These skills wouldn't a five and seven season be acceptable due to this being year one in the Big 12? That's low expectations, man. I could see Dana's friends of the program saying yes, but that's why I go back to what Pez said. Pez said bowl eligible six and six. That's what he said. So I would use. His words, his mm -hmm. words, his own words. So I'd say no. Plus, that statement from, from Chris Pesman, combined with what I was told at Football Media Day, that five and seven, Dana's going to be fired. I was shocked when I heard it because of all that stuff about Tillman and, you know, everything. But two different folks said it to me. That they heard from money folks. That if Dana <laughs> goes five and seven, you'll be he fired. He skills on one today, boy. He skills on one. He, he, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, Pez was up for was a finalist for the job at at Washington. Yeah, and they hired Tulane's former AD, who's talking a lot, talking big talk. Already. Oh, listen, stay <laughs> humble, bro. Stay <laughs> humble. You had mm -hmm. Tulane last week. You don't don't do that coming into the Big Ten, son. Please don't. So we'll see about all of that. First things first, Cougs this Saturday. <clears throat> no one gave me predictions. I asked y'all to chime in with some predictions on the, on the score. I got Longhorns, one. Cougs. No one, no one wanted to give a score. I got one. All right, what is it? Prediction. Pain. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that. That's the Club of Lane, Rocket, Rocket 3. That's right, Club of Lane, yep. Yeah, but no, no, I don't, man. Twin Ewers. Yeah, that young man is on fire, and he got Sark dialing it up, and they're coming off a loss <laughs> with a bye to sit two weeks yeah. twenty. Yeah, and the running back, the young man, this that offense is loaded. There we go. That's one that'll cover. That'll cover the spread. That'll right yeah, there. That'll, that'll cover it. the spread. Yep, because line is like twenty two right now, so that will cover it. Yeah, that that <laughs> offense is loaded, and what West Virginia did to that defense. 4810. 4810. Oh, you know, I'm hey, let me be clear. If folks who are new to me, new to the show, new to the Houston Round Bar Review, I am a UH, a proud, very proud UH alum. But I'm not going to 
call it a different way just because I'm an alum. I'm gonna call it like I see and tell you tell you what I've heard, tell you what I've seen, tell you what I've been told. I just they're gonna get stomped Saturday. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I do. I hope I'm I hope Andy's guarantee comes comes true and Andy talks smack for the rest of his life <laughs> because it will be warranted that he guaranteed this for so long and it came true. I don't see it happening, <laughs> but I hope I'm wrong. Gus wearing those cougar glasses. Salute to Gus. Wow. See, I can't see UT scoring only 17 points, man. <laughs> right. I don't see that at all. Right. Like 17 in a quarter, <laughs> maybe. But I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, if they did that, there's a lot of turnovers. And I don't believe it's bad weather forecast for this weekend, which would help the Cougs. Because, you know, hey, <clears throat> rain, mud, stuff happens. Fumbles, mm -hmm. turnovers, that help help even everything out. Okay. If it happens, longer fans be upset. But, hey, you're playing the elements. That's what that's what you get. <laughs> but hey, these skills says can't have a coach with negative charisma. Well, <laughs> Tony says if we get embarrassed, he can get fired after church Sunday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't see that at all. Uh, salute to you for being a a season ticket holder since 2018. You know, I, I was an I'm an alum since '94. Graduated right. December '94. D skills, and he is. He's an alum too. In case y'all wondered, he's an alum as well. Rooting for the Cougs too, but things got to change in the football program. <clears throat> I agree on that. As also, from a national perspective, the recruiting isn't the same. The respect Dana is just not respected mm -hmm. nationally. His his circle of friends is is really small. But he's got the right circle of friends. Okay. So salute to him for that. But I just don't see it. Bring him back for a second season. Uh, what we, we we asked it a few times on this show. What would be the the slogan for year two in the Big 12 with Dana? Yeah, he's back. <laughs> You're not serious. We don't want it. I just, mm, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. The Texans are off this week. So, going to be a lot of media attention on the Longhorn Cougars game this Saturday for the for football here in H-Town. Woo! And, and if the Rangers-Astros series ends in five, that would be Friday, then everything would be eyeballs, all eyeballs would be on the Cougars on Saturday. <laughs> No. Oh boy. Well, honest assessment right here. Yes, things definitely have to change. When How about this one, Will? He's like the Jeff Fitcher of college football. Seven and nine BS. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gus, salute to you. Alum of 2011. Salute. D skills with the slogan. <laughs> Plenty <laughs> of seats available. <laughs> man. Oh man. All right, brother Gibson. Oh, who would I hire? Who would be available? There'd be plenty of good oh. choices available. That wouldn't be an issue. And again, it's not our money. And Tillman's worth $8 billion now. So paying Dana $14 million and then the staff $6 million to go away, $20 million to eight to eight, <laughs> being there eight times over. Yeah. For business-wise, that's nothing. Look. You know, that's, that's nothing. But hey... <clears throat> 
that's a prediction. She doesn't want to give prediction about the game. Miss Wanda, no, Bobby, you want to give prediction. And I said, didn't I just see the endowment was like a billion dollars now? Yeah, the endowment's growing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's growing. And then a reminder for alums, the election in a few weeks, vote for the, the UH and Texas Tech and I think another university to be a part of the new Puff Fund, permanent fund, to receive, I think, half a billion dollars annually going forward. The Longhorns and Texas A&M have been part of their own personal fund since the beginning of Texas legislation. So they re they received billions of dollars over the years mm -hmm. exclusively. And they didn't want to give to anybody else. But now the legislature has said, put on the ballot. So UH alums, make sure you vote for that, for to vote in favor of it, so the coups can get some of that money, and that'll help go a long way for a lot of stuff. So it's also Texas State. I thought it was North Texas as well, but yes, thank you very much. So go vote for that and make sure that passes. So you cover a lot here on folks talking sports. James Harden mess, the Cleveland Browns, some Cougs, some Texans, some politics as well. Where else but here on the Houston Round Bar Review presents folks talking sports, some Ohio State Buckeyes, a little bit about the team up north. I saw, what do you want to say? I saw the best Big Ten football game of the year yesterday. Oregon and Washington? Were you watching it? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, you got the yeah, game? yeah, absolutely. I was. Did yeah. you kind of get a sense when he went forward or fourth down? That's that was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And what oh, I, I, had a, I caught a colleague of mine, mm. Michael Penix Jr. was the quarterback at Indiana. And I called mm -hmm. a colleague of mine. I said, listen, I said, I don't know if they're on the tarmac. I don't know if they're on the, 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 the charter. I don't know if they're on campus. I don't know if they're on the bus. But if I'm the AD at Indiana, I'm firing Tom Allen right now. Not because they lost 52 to 7 to Michigan yesterday. It's because you let Michael Penix Jr. get out of here. Yeah. And I'm watching him do what he does, do what he does on a weekly basis for Washington. Because he was in Indy, he started for Indiana. Got yeah. hurt, came back, and they just let him walk. So, yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes coaches make you wonder <clears throat> by what they do or not do with what they have. Yep. <laughs> so, but that's that helps us and our shows and our platforms <laughs> give us something to talk yeah. about. <laughs> so, yes. But man, oh man, it was it, it was a heck of a game. Colorado, the shine is off. Got to bring in some some new players. He's and building again, the program. It's not a oh, one. That's it. one year. He's building the program. And if you ask Kook fans, in the same situation, if you were at Colorado at UH, which coach do you have more faith in? Turn it around long term, Coach Prime or Dana? Majority of folks will say Coach Prime. Yeah. I mean, because to, to, to piggyback on Coach Prime, I mean, everyone focuses on one of eleven last year. They won four games a year before that. So five games in two years, and they're four and three in year one of the Coach Prime era. So he's coming. <laughs> to, no pun intended, but he's coming. Yep. He's coming. Just give him a little time. All right, brother. Yep. You got it. I'm going to give you <clears throat> the big screen. I hope I got uh -oh. everything right here. Uh, we'll figure it out.
All right. Thank you, as always, Chris, for the opportunity. Um, you can find me on, I'm still old school. I'm a, I'm a rebel in that respect, I guess. Find me on Twitter at WillGibson7, uh, on Instagram and at uh, WillKnowsSports, and on Facebook at WillKnows. Oh, so I got to change that on Facebook. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will knows it's on Facebook. I didn't know. Yeah, no worries, man. Like, I, no, leave it mean. like that. I'll change it. I'll change it. Leave it like that. Leave it like that. Okay, because, you know, I need yeah. seconds. No worries at all, man. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. And enjoy the Astros Rangers. Brother Gibson, thank you for this. But I'm going to be back in an hour and a half at 830 Central Time for a few minutes on another edition of Folks Talking Sports, talking with Miss Kenitra Pulliams, mm-hmm. the queen of the Big 12, Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. We're going to have a discussion about this upcoming Big 12 basketball tip-off. She is in Kansas City, so I need to ask her, because I'm not sure yet, if she'll be able to be there, but we'll discuss it and discuss the preseason poll and KU... It's like the sun coming up, you know, in the east. Kansas picked to win a Big 12. So, all right, Brother Gibson. Everyone, yes, y'all know who I am. I am KG Chris Gardner, owner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Thank you to everyone for your comments. Mr. Cardenas, Ms. Polk, Gus, D-Skills, Tony M. Everyone, thank you for chiming in on YouTube. Support the Houston Round Bar Review. Support FTS. Y'all know how we do it here. We do things differently. You got to stand out. Mm-hmm. So we do things differently. To my colleague, Willie Gibson, thank you for joining me. To A.D. Moore, the Admax Corner Talking Texans. This Saturday, we'll have another edition of Less Rage Cougs post-game, or will it be a post-mortem of the Cougs Longhorns <laughs> football game? That'll be also available here on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. And reminder, if you haven't already seen it, watch the clips from today's Rockets practice after practice. From Coach Udoka and Alpin Shangun. Alpi said some hilarious stuff today, man. It's, it's just gold. So watch that. Content of plenty here on the Houston Round Bar Review on YouTube. Because as Brother Gibson knows, since 1994, the Houston Round Bar Review, local name, global perspective. Y'all take care. Peace. <laughs>